Hey guys, it's Tug uh, right here on episode three, technically the second interview on Tug Talks that we've had. Uh, first things first, I do want to apologize for the delay in getting another episode out to you. Um, I'm very strategic in who I interview and how I interview and that it's just not a, a podcast to have a podcast. So um, I was discussing with a longtime friend of mine how amazing it is to see his growth in business and and a lot of you in the area have seen these images and, and seen the focus that he has had on uh, sports photography or, you know, uh, other areas. Um, he actually did Heather and I's engagement photos. And, and first things first, I want you to know that I don't interview anybody just because they're a friend. I interview people because I like to see what they're passionate about. And I like to let Lima see them from a different lens so to say in photography that was that was kind of funny but kind of stupid and oh, didn't yeah. intend that so i'm here with uh aaron Plummer, uh right in his studio a Plummer images uh, a lot of you guys on facebook have seen the amazing in-depth art that he does with your kids photos so um kind of a long story long aaron and i go way back to grade school we went to temple together and played you know, not whole basketball or little pioneers, if you want to call it. And, oh, yeah. and that transformed into a, a relationship between our families where we'd play basketball in our basement or in his uh, parents at the time log cabin and stuff. I still remember um, those things with Fanslers, you know, and um, that's a long time ago. Oh, but uh, Aaron, I want to just ask you a few questions. And, you know, okay. you got started in photography yep, because of a certain thing. Yes, uh, actually, I did. And th uh, thanks, Tug, for having me on your podcast today. I, I, it's an honor. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, what, what uh, made me start with this was um, <laughs> arrogantly, uh, I had a son. Uh, he was three, and I, and I, I got into photography because of that. I wanted to take some pictures of him. So I grabbed the, bought a camera thinking it would be a, an, an easy uh, transition to do, and it actually became very difficult. Um, however, um, we're looking up. Uh, ideas and styles on how to shoot photography for my son I came across uh, some awesome uh, sports photo shoots on uh, actually YouTube believe it or not and it was a guy named Joel Grimes and I'll never forget Joel Grimes was photographing Blake Griffin and Troy Palamala and he was doing all these different lighting techniques and all these different styles and then a thought came across my head that that would be awesome to do at the high school level or at the at the you know a, a youth level uh, so people could enjoy the kind of artistry the pro athletes have, but do it at, at a level where uh, local kids could do it. And so my passion started there, and it, uh, it just started taking off. It's something I prayed about a lot, and uh, I would, I'd sit around and do a, a lot of prayer and seeing what kind of images and kind of thoughts God would put in my head. And I would go out and try to produce what I thought uh, God was wanting me to do. And, and so far, um, I, I'm very thankful and grateful for all the kids that's been in the studio and and I keep learning. I've been doing this for five years, and I've not mastered anything. I'm actually just getting started. So um, that's why that's how this thing came about. Huh? You said quite a, a few things that kind of made my mind think. The first thing is somebody inspired you. Yes. The second thing is, um, in, even before that, you arrogantly, I think you said you started this. And, yes, because and, I thought it'd be easy when it's not at all. <laughs> and the thing that I see in, in all of this is um, a lot of us start things. Uh, for one, we love the way somebody did it. We don't like non-professional stuff. 
We don't That's like correct. your cookie cutter. You know, I'm a realtor, bro. Like, don't shoot my house the same. You know, I'm a, I'm a marketer. I, I want that competitive advantage mm-hmm. to when I'm marketing against somebody else. But, but when it comes to your kids, the thing that is the major focus of your life mm-hmm. um, and, and source of impact, you wanted that shown as excellent. And, and like, I'm, I'm looking at a few pictures in here, you know, I've seen them online, uh, you know, Brady Wheeler, Johnny Barker, just kids from Shawnee that I know, um, uh, even some of the wrestlers from Bath and so on. And you've helped these kids in a way have the best because at first you desired it. So how in the last five years or so have you taken that idea and continually understood that you're not the best? Okay. That is correct. Okay. You said that. I didn't. You said I'm, I'm, I haven't mastered anything. Oh, I words. never will. Though. So why, why is understanding as a business person and mm-hmm. marketer that we will never work good at it? We know it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But why do you think it's important for us to continue to work towards okay. that? Well, um, you're a golfer. Okay. Well, you dry. It's okay. Look at all the great uh, PGA golfers. Look at all the awesome golfers out there that, that go out there and have scores that we could have never dream of having. Why do they keep doing it? They want to perfect it. They never get there, but they want to perfect it. And I think that's how we all are as business owners. Um, whatever we do, especially if you have a passion, you always want to perfect it. And I'm always trying to pursue perfection. And I realistically know I'll never get there. But as I'm pursuing it, I know, I know my work will be more appealing to the eye. Um, as people come over here and it's just it's awesome to always continue to work and not be complacent so that's how I kind of look at that's that. that's huge to see you know and like I, I've been blessed in real estate or you know in, in other areas of life to always be effective um, not take a step backwards so, so to say uh, but I'll push you know yes. I'll push and I'll push and I'll push but not in a hopefully sorry if it comes across this way <laughs> I do my best not to come across arrogant you know, mm-hmm. however, like I do want people to know that when you work with me, you're going to work with somebody who desires the best for you. So shooting with the camera, shooting other people's yes. kids, that was not kind of, yeah. right, kind of sounded <laughs> bad. Sound taking right. pictures, no, not I'm shooting, thinking. taking pictures uh-huh. um, and being behind that lens you get to see everybody's uniqueness. Yes, and I treat every kid as if it was my own kid. Mm. Every kid that comes in here, I go, what would that, how would that look cool if this was my kid? And that's how I treat every kid in here. And I have kids in here that come in as freshmen. They leave as seniors, they're, they're seniors with a four year span. We got pictures of them uh, through every phase of that. You see kids coming in here getting bigger. Uh, one time they're in the fifth grade, the next time they're sixth grade, seventh grade. And you actually see the growth. So the parents will take the pictures and we'll make collages of how it was when they first came in here. But um, yeah, I mean, so I just look at it that like, if, that was my kid, how I would I want them to look? And I want them to look like a superstar. I want them to look like it's something off of an Under Armour ad or a Nike ad or something that's just not the normal thing. And if I can take that picture and edit that picture and the parent goes, wow, it's amazing. And the kid says, that's awesome. I want to come back. I mean, then I've done my job. I mean, I'm always learning, but I've done my job. Mm-hmm. I, I get constant um, 
messages from people saying that they want their son to come into my studio for their birthday gift. Now, when I was a, when when I was younger, I hated to get my picture taken. Right. And these kids go from hating to get their picture taken to wanting to use it as a birthday gift. They yeah. want. I mean, it was it's like the most flattering thing. Well, that's sign of the times, bro. We had we yeah. didn't even have flip phones when we were little. Now they have like Snapchat and Instagram. That is true. That is and, true. And like you help people look good. I, I mean, I've seen some of the kids, and you know, look at knowing their parents. I mean, <laughs> you have some filters on there that you might. No, I'm oh, kidding. But on, no, no. So, no, but on. like. Like what's what's awesome is um, that that speaks volume of your work when parents want to buy what you offer for their kid's birthday, your business is their present. And and I know, you know, Aaron's heart in this is that he wants to give everybody that gift that God has given him. And the only way to give that is, is a gift of excellence. And um so that being said, you know, you, you to me uh, um, are probably, you know, I don't know all of the sports photographers in the area or mm-hmm. per se. Um, I do know marketing and, and I'm a firm believer that, you know, I, I see that vision and there's nobody that can put up a photo like yours in this area flat out. Wow. There's somebody that try. Uh, there's some people that try, but just like I say about like churches and stuff, mm-hmm. everybody thinks they can be a pastor. Yes, okay? that is true. Everybody thinks they can be a photographer. Mm-hmm. There's so many pizza places, yeah. you know, and, and in my world, everybody thinks they can be a realtor. So but, tough being a realtor. I couldn't imagine. But it, that being said, like there's you and, you know, like when people want their sports t- picture taken, they come to you. So... I keep looking at this one over there because I love Photoshop. I love lighting. I think it's a Spencerville Bearcats uh, pole vaulter. And the lighting, the art, uh, even everything about it is so you can see the definition of the person's passion in the photography. Now, as a business owner, what I see is the definition of passion of the person that's taking it. So five years in. Yes, sir. How, how, where are we going? Well, um, we're going, uh, we're going up, um, nowhere but up. I mean, I love it. I mean, I, I'm all, like I said, I'm constantly, uh, bringing in new things. Um, I'm, I'm now using, actually I'm using a smoker now. I, I like to use, uh, so yeah, yeah, you just yeah. did snow and winter photography yeah, and my I wife's actually, like, she doesn't want to sit on that bench with me. I don't think, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, uh. We yeah. see these different things that you're doing. Snow sessions, yes. this. So well, you're adding stuff. So I am adding stuff. And I like to – I'm going to branch out further than sports. I'm actually uh, – this year I'm going to finally start shooting seniors outdoor. Um, I've always been stuck in the studio, so it's kind of a new thing for me. I, I just – I'm looking forward to doing it. But, yeah, the snow thing was fun because um, how often do we get a snowy day in Ohio? I mean, it's just – it comes and goes. You can't schedule shoots based on snow because they cancel, and then they get added on days when nobody's ready. So I figured, you know what, I'll bring snow in the studio. So I did a quick trial and error, and it, I just thought it turned out really well um, with the lighting and bringing in uh, snow overlays, actually with Photoshop, using fake snow, using smoke in the studio. And it actually gave a, uh, an evening feel as if you were reading a book out in the snow, which why would you do that? But, you know, <laughs> it's cool. And it just, I don't know, it was just a thought that came across my mind. And 
Um, it's something I'm really grateful I did. It's, it's really awesome. So it kind of beats those days you don't know when it's going to snow and it's not. So yeah. um, that's why I started. So doing you that, gave so. everybody the snow day they wanted in Ohio, where it was like 72 well, degrees and yeah. snowy. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, I that, mean, that was awesome. And so I'm going to throw something at you, and I know okay. you're marketing, and I'm thinking marketing in my head. Okay. And so I'm going to share this on Facebook. I want to do anybody that listens to this can enter to do a one, uh, one person will be chosen to do a session with Aaron and you'll get three images that are going to be edited for you. So you're a parent, you have a kid, in ath- you know, that's an athlete, you are, have a kid that's in marching band, I've seen some of those. Um, you're a realtor, okay? Let's just not limit this to kids. We're going to limit it to anybody that enters this, we'll pick one, we'll give it a few days here. Um, I'll send Aaron your info, he'll get a hold of you. you can, whether you want to do something we've been talking about recently is, um, what do you call them? Uh, the headshots, mm-hmm. uh, making sure you have that appropriate business headshot. Aaron, when he talked to me about this, he's like, I've been studying how to do the best headshots. So I mean, guys, listen, like that's huge in business. You have to like your mug on your business card. You have to like your face, how it's marketed. And someone that has a good face for radio, I tend to have sometimes struggles of putting my face out there. So I create a cartoon or I do this or I, you know, uh, create these different sense of marketing. So work with somebody that if you don't think you look good can make you look good. So, and just doesn't do the head turn, the, you know, typical, I want to say Olin Mills photography. Nobody wants that anymore. So, um, I want to change the topic to something that's huge to Aaron and I, uh, is faith. Um, something we talk about a lot. I'm not afraid to talk about on podcast or whatever, but I'm not beating you over the head with, you've got to be like this. Uh, one thing, you know, if you know me, I try and be as authentic as I can be and encourage and, but let you in a little bit. And before we jumped in the podcast, Aaron and I were talking about um, followers, uh, large groups, keeping the people at your table in a small setting. Um, And Aaron said something that that's something his dad taught him. So let's dive into that. Why is it important for us as business owners, but more importantly, as faith-based followers to keep our circle of direct influence? Mm Mm-hmm and who we trust tight and to allow our sphere of influence to grow bigger. Um, yeah, that's something my dad has, has, has taught me or, sh- or showed me um, since I was actually a kid. And it's, honestly, it's not so much teaching as it is showing, unfortunately. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have a lot of friends. It really is. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but to, ke- to keep your circle small is very important because you just, you just don't know what, you know, what you're dealing with, uh, sometimes with people may have to say that, right? Um, but, um, yeah, I, I find it to be extremely important. Um, it, it's great to have a lot of, a, a lot of friends, um, but at the end of the day, um, the circle of trust, which I think we've heard on a movie before. Yeah, meet the fathers, I think, or meet the parents. <laughs> the circle of, yeah. yeah. You broke the circle! Yeah, the circle you were outside. Trust. Yeah, It is awesome. very important. And, and there's no, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with bringing people in your circle, trustworthy people. And, and sometimes in life, sometimes you have to get rid of some people out of your circle um, for certain reasons. It, it just is what it is. 
Um, that's something that was taught to me. But even though you have circles of who you can let in, you can let who you can let out, doesn't mean you have to treat people a certain way. Ooh, I treat everyone huge. as if they had the potential of being in my circle. Okay, and not that if it's some sort of a you know, right. I, I, maybe I want to be in their circle. Maybe that's how they view other people. Yeah. Um. So that doesn't mean um, look at everybody with one eye open and and um and and initially just look at people at, in a negative way. You want to see them in a positive way. But at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to pick and choose um, what works best for you um, as you move forward in life. That you know, you said a, again, you said a few a few things right in that thing that was just like bam, you know. Um, he showed me, he didn't teach me guys grab that. You know, there's something as a parent, as a business person, as a leader, um, as a friend, as a husband, anything in life, start showing, stop talking your game. So you want to be a photographer, show them. You want to be a realtor, show them. You want to be a marketer, show them. I don't want to sit here and preach this game that my numbers don't prove. You know, I don't want to sit here and say I can sell your home if I can't sell your home. But outside of business, like it's so important to me, to my children, to my wife, that I'm a person of my word, that I show her and show them that I mean business as a dad, not in a negative, like overarching way. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing you said is something that I've had a hard time doing, but have come accustomed to being okay at doing it now, mm-hmm. is that... or two of those things actually allowing yourself to remove parts of your circle is the hardest decision that we as men um, or business people or friends can do. And guys, there's been business decisions that I've made that I finally had to get down to it and say, does that actually increase my availability to my family Does that increase my financial thing? Does that, most importantly, increase my well-being as a person? Because if we surround ourselves with people that we, for one, um, maybe want to go to dinner with or or go to a game with, uh, but we just act like we're cool, Mm -hmm. um, that's a friend, that's an acquaintance. But when we have that person in our circle, they better be pushing you. They better be holding you accountable. They better be encouraging you. And at the end of the day, if they're in your circle, you gave them enough respect to call you out on stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, my wife... Heather, she I think she just loves it when I talk about her on podcast, actually. I think it probably despises when I talk live about her or something. Uh, yeah. But she's, very, she's shown me that you keep your circle tight. Mm-hmm. Um, another person that showed me that is Jesus, man. Like, um, that wasn't cussing. That was Jesus, comma, yeah. man. Um, yeah. But what I want to say in that is he had, he healed so many people. He walked around this world like everywhere. And he had 12 disciples, but a lot of acquaintances, so to say. So don't be afraid to cut it off with people. Don't be afraid to um, take that next step in business and say, you know what? Uh, I'm out because I want to better myself. But what, what we do in that sense is when I have left companies, not that I was a negative factor, or they were a negative factor or at all. But like in, back in the world of concerts, man, I, I still count my brothers as brothers, you know, that I worked with. Their company's blown up. 
me, I switched complete professions and became a realtor. So be someone like Aaron that doesn't see people and just give them that one eye like you were talking. Mm -hmm. See people um, through a creative lens, uh, another photography joke, but see (laughs) people through the lens that God sees you through. And you'll be amazed at how many people you actually allow to fail and allow God to pick them up. So, guys, that ends our episode of uh, episode three with A Plumber Images and and Aaron over here. Um, I just want to thank Aaron for his time. And, guys, if you want to look him up on Facebook or anywhere, Aaron, uh, give us the information. Okay, yeah, you can. uh, The best place to find me is on Facebook or Instagram. It's kind of like like most things anymore. It's pretty much how it is. I also have a website, aplumberimages.com, that shows my work, but you want to see most of it with the social medias of the of Facebook and Instagram. But thanks, Tuck, for having me on today. I do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no worries, man. Keep doing you, and we'll keep watching you. All right. Thank you, All sir. All right. Thanks, bud. Yep.